I will share some of the confusion I had yes, uh, please, yes. in the last mm -hmm. meditation. Mm -hmm. I was kind of thinking a lot. I don't know if it's thinking or inquiry. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. I know exactly no. the difference between them. No, well, uh, on the last, uh, the first retreat, Martin mm. was saying uh, that the fool going after the experiences mm -hmm. and the wise man going after the understanding of the experiences. Ah, it's a good nice one liner. Oh, did he? The Buddha mind in Martin was saying it too. The fool goes after experiences. The wise go after understanding. Nice one. Yeah. So, are you the fool or the wise? <laughs> yeah, so I used to do a lot of going to things, which were, I was, my most motivation was going to experiences. The experiences? So, mm, I can say naughty. I was a fool, I don't know. Mm, right. <laughs> <laughs> don't be yeah, hard no, on yourself. Alright, okay. And s since then, I tried to um, bring maybe more light to the all, or to understand yes. the whole nature of mm. understanding. Yeah. You know, very because and it was very, very like present in the last, the last sitting. Mm. What was ha you mentioned it twice. Tell me a little bit what was happening for you in the, in the last sitting. What, what was going on for you? Um, well, to, I tried to, in a way, to, to understand what is understanding. Mm. Like, um, is it uh, who understands? Is it mm. the mind thing? Or mm. what, what relation has to with awareness? Yeah. And is it stored somewhere as understanding in the mind or mm -hmm. where it keeps on going or where it lives or well, is, is it something that has some kind of you know like um, that it's going like has some something from the past coming on and like a mean of yeah. involvement mm -hmm. or is it just something coming out of nowhere just as an insight and going and passing away Ooh, you've been thinking so a bit haven't you <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I can tell <laughs> Reflection for a moment, and then I'll ask a little, ask you a bit more. A little bit with, with the English language, just yeah. semantic for a moment. We often think, believe, because of our education and way that to understand is a kind of mental event. You know, that, that, that we think about something, and we look at something, we think some more, uh, understanding will come. Not necessarily, and quite often it might just lead us into circles and circles of thinking. Thinking, thinking. And we can spend a lot of time thinking about thinking, or thinking about understanding, uh, thinking about if it's leading somewhere, or if it's on the past, or if it's just coming out of the present moment, you know, all this. And very easily we can tie ourselves up into a knot. So our interest is, as uh, Martin was um, pointing out, the, the uh, Interest is not in the pursuit of experiences, mm. no. but in what can emerge from the field of experience. What can emerge uh, from it? The bare experience, <coughs> whatever it is, 
in a way is the raw material for the understanding and therefore experience and understanding have uh, an intimacy uh, uh, together if there's too much thought about it will remove you from the bare experience too much pursuit of experience it will remove you from the opportunity to understand we want this meeting of the two the meeting of the two not one against the other so forgetting this particular sitting for a moment there and how many days have you been here? since the last uh, first retreat since the very first Oh, right, good. Nice, nice, nice. I don't remember what was before. No, no, all right. In just looking over the days that you've been here, what would you say has been or is the most uh, important aspect or feature or experience for you? What has touched you? What's been strong for you in the time of being here? Martin and Martin and Leela. Uh, yeah. mm, I think uh, this kind of sense of uh, encountering once again my passion to, yes. you know, just to, to see things clearly and to ah, nice. to engage with, uh, not to be automatic and yeah. just to really, you know, to really see what's going on inside them. So Beautiful. Beautiful. That's the most. Yes. That's like the main thing, the main thing that I'm taking with me or carrying, yeah. you know, moment to moment here, mm. hopefully also. Okay. So that, that itself, uh, there's that wish and that passion and that uh, interest to really be a conscious human being, you know, to really see clearly that in that respect, there's no alternative. Are we going to live unconsciously? Are we going to live blindly? So that itself, that very statement... I would say, is an expression of the understanding. Itself is a confirmation of understanding. That, that what has, as you say, what has touched me in the twenty-something days that I've been here, or twenty days, <coughs> is that the importance of exploring and seeing clearly. That, that itself is a, a fruit of the of the, twen- of the twenty days. Let me ask a little further. What have you seen clearly? One thing to say, yes, I really wish to see clearly. What is it that you see clearly? Or exploring to see really clearly? Seeing still clearly the the way I engage with the world, yes, and what who is present there in a way, moment to moment. If it's how much is really allowing my relaxed me to yes. be present, or how much is something I carry with me and yeah. present to the world. So I think uh, that's uh, I think I'm most conscious to a moment to moment, like yeah. who, who is actually. Yeah, present. Lovely. Mm. And I appreciate that, if I may say, 
in the asking of you the, the question that you genuinely take your time and close your eyes and you just look and within and just see. And this itself is uh, wisdom itself. You're not saying the first thought that comes to mind. Looking and saying, okay. Seeing clearly is what is presenting itself, what is revealing itself to the, the world, to the moment uh, there, and letting that manifest and show itself. When is that most difficult? Um, when I don't have enough trust to allow myself to be myself. Ah, nice. I have this, I see the fear, the single things I'm yes. holding on to. All right, lovely. Uh, lovely. So there is this contradiction between, in a way, what I really want to allow myself yes. to what I'm actually allowing myself. Alright. So, right. just seeing that there is a sense of uh, something is like closing. Alright. Important awareness is here. So, when we allow our <coughs> being to um, reveal itself, to show itself, to manifest in the world. That is an expression of trust. It's an uh, expression of uh, sharing, of uh, openness, of being, like that. And then there are situations for you where there is some loss of the trust, some fear contracts you or holds you up. What in life um, are you, would you say you are most afraid of? Right now I feel not to be honest with myself. Not to be honest. But I have many other fears. Just because now I'm kind of connected to myself so I feel it's the most frightful thing to be not sincere with myself. Yes, <laughs> it is. But maybe one day after I go out of Europe, <laughs> you maybe might find something. Yeah, yeah. many other no, things. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're in the business. Not married, not having a child, yeah. career, all this stuff. But right now... Some of us will have the opposite, afraid of getting married. But anyway, it's another story. <laughs> so, um, we'll just take the here and now. We, yeah. won't, we won't run into uh, roles and identities of relationships and partners and parenting. More me. So, the fear that can arise uh, in the immediacy of uh, the moment is one of not being true or honest with oneself. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, we're, we're in the exploration of what is true. The Dharma is concerned with truth. Listening uh, today to Radha speaking about what truth is. The truth of difficulties and problems, the truth of the resolution, the truth of the way to resolve them. It's not concerned with these, tru the truth of these experiences. As you talk now, totally honest, mostly honest, not sure. <laughs> what would you? What's your response? I think mostly honest. Mostly honest? Yeah, I think so. Good. All right, all right. <laughs> I feel so. Yeah, right, you trust <laughs> your experience. Okay. 
So honesty and truth are the same thing. When it's speaking the truth of one's experience, when it's honest to the experience, it's very precious. It's a great power in life to, to live with truth of experience. Uh, what encourages you to really stay true to experience? So it's not fear, as it were, it's not denial, it's not avoidance. Willingness to be honest, both with ourselves and uh, uh, with each other. Not not 100%, but as much as we can be in this world. What encourages that? I don't want to live in a false way. I don't want to live in afraid of the truth. I don't want to live worried. In a way, I'm scared to be honest. Yeah, it's yeah, not easy. So, it yeah. isn't easy. Um, I'm just feeling alive like that. Alive? Yeah. Alive. Because I feel it's, it's real. Mm-hmm. That, uh, whatever happens, even if I, I like it or don't like it, it feels real. Alive. It feels like I'm actually like arrived and present. Yes. And if I'm not honest, in a way, it's like a little bit playing in the, like the playground, like yes. kind of like living life. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. There's a different, I agree completely, there's a... When we feel we're being true, true to something, the whole sense of the heart and the mind and the body is quite different when we're living in falsehood and self-deception and lies and dishonesty <coughs> and hiding and denying and avoiding and running away from it's, uh, being the human being the deep that doesn't like it. it just doesn't like it it just doesn't feel good it doesn't feel right and uh, keeping steady with being um, uh, honest in a clear skillful way and, and for that we have to see clearly Seeing clearly and living truthfully have to work together. Have to work together. But the more that works together, what goes with it and the challenges, the more clearly we we will see dishonesty. More clearly we'll notice mistrust. The more clearly we're seeing when we're being false. Mm. has to be but it's worth it <laughs> you take the word <laughs> <laughs> as you wish <laughs> ok <laughs> anything else? Um, <coughs> well if I come back to, to the, uh, to the session of mm. trying to mm. you know, go to yeah. the root of understanding in a way, if, if really like for an understanding there must be awareness or there cannot, yes. be, cannot be any understanding even not like seeing my mother voice saying that I should behave and say, ah, now I understand why I think I should behave. Mm. For them, always the coming, always some kind of seeing yes. that... M- 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 Mostly yes, mostly <coughs> um, <coughs> the seeing clearly is the invitation to the understanding. We see something 
is not fulfilling. We see something has to change. And the seeing clearly will bring the movement for the change. Some people here have spoken in the group today. Sometimes we see the life that I was living. There is a seeing clearly I cannot continue in this life the way that I am living it. Lots of people in the hall. To see clearly, the understanding brings its own action. Sometimes people see clearly. They know there's the, the, the necessity to change, maybe to change the whole life. The people here who come into India, as an example, and have simply bought a one-way ticket. They just have just said, enough. And that seeing and that step, the seeing and understanding, and it will bring its own action. Some people, as it were, seeing that something is unsatisfactory, Seeing that something is painful or something is dishonest, but the seeing hasn't got the depth. <coughs> and it doesn't bring the understanding, which brings its own movement. Whatever that is. So seeing, understanding, and sometimes movement is uh, frees the being, frees your being. And but you have to be a little mindful that you don't spend too much time trying to work it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 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 we can spend too much time in our life trying while. to work things out. <laughs> life will do it. No problem. TK. Okay. Thank you. Yes, anyone, anytime. Yeah, please come. <coughs> With the uh, recording? <coughs> Up to you. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah? Remember the voice to carry to the <coughs> good beings yes. over there? Um, <coughs> earlier when we were speaking, mm-hmm. do you remember? Okay. Um, In the group. Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, I asked you about bare attention. Yes, right. And you said, now this is where you uh, inquire. You mm. have inquiry. Yes. And, well, it occurred to me while I was sitting there, mm-hmm. I don't exactly remember when, um, that I guess these questions... Mm-hmm just come up from myself? Mm. Or is there like a stock list of questions that we all need to be asking? No, no. So, (laughs) there there is not, thank goodness. Oh, good. Um, Say a little bit firstly about what you remembered from our expand on the bare (laughs) attention and some of the points that you brought up or I brought up too. Give people a sense of the communication in the in the small group. Um, well, we had a nice conversation 
Um, <laughs> it's very personal. Um, and I can't remember. Um, Some people might be surprised, but carry on. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. No. Um, I have been sitting uh, yesterday, let's say, and residing, if you will, in this place of bare attention. Uh, where I can hear, and I can taste, and I can feel, and smell, and so on and so forth, and see the percolation, if you will, mm. of my, the thoughts in my mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that's that was all well and good, and I just was uh, not exactly knowing what to do next, not knowing mm-hmm. what... <laughs> <laughs> What do you think that means? <laughs> Cosmic irony. Who did that? Know? No, we know even know less than what to do next. But anyway, so someone's kindly given us. <laughs> now I have to shed light on the subject outwardly and inwardly. Mm. All right, thanks. Is that clear? Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. All right. So, just to reflect a little little bit, uh, as it were, the place of our practice at times, as you pointed out, can be one of an abiding in bare attention and uh, with that there is just the, the seeing of the sights the hearing of the sound the smelling of the smells the tasting of food or liquid just the touch and there is bare attention to the inner life could some thoughts or feelings just arising and passing and moving through and it's precious and valuable to know and to experience a, a stage, shall we say, of just bare attention to what is happening in the moment. Rather free from all the projections and the labelling and the approvals and the disapprovals and the likes and the dislikes. Just bare attention to life and to the ph- phenomena there. And then I made some uh, reference to some inquiry into this. What, what, what is bare attention? What is the experience of just seeing things in a very rather pure, rather simple way? Just the sights, just the sounds, just the smell. Yeah. So after we uh, talked a bit, looked into this a bit together, any response? immediately afterwards or during the day what what is an inquiry when we feel rather well established with bare attention Um, two things Mm -hmm. Uh, one had to do with want want wanting yes yes and the other had to do with clinging, since that's mm. been a bit of a hot subject lately. All right. 
So, what did you want? What do you mean? I mean, what in in the moment? In the mo- was the interest in the movement of wanting, or there was bare attention, then you found yourself wanting something? I'm not quite clear. I found myself questioning. Ah, want. Excellent, five star. Nice. Thank you. Very <laughs> All right. And in the questioning of the want, of want, wanting, 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 it goes on <coughs> with us. In the questioning of that, did you find anything out? Um, I guess I could say right now, uh, it sounds stupid. <laughs> I'm censoring myself. I know, I um, can hear it. No censorship. Okay. So it's usually my forte. Um, it's <laughs> a forte. Like I'm really good at it. Good um, at censoring. Uh, This is, it's, again, it's just, just uh, wanting what I don't have. <laughs> All right. right. So there is, to, just to follow, the process and seeing the sequence is matters here. It, everything's about the sequence. There is bare attention. You could just abide in bare attention for an hour, for a day. It's a, it's a beautiful abiding place. Just to abide in bare attention and and sometimes it feels just right and nothing else to do. Maybe that you bring some in- inquiry, some area of focus, interest. And something may just emerge. Okay, what is wanting? What is this uh, wanting about? What, what, what? Uh, there. And, and then notices that the wanting is something that I believe I don't have. There's a belief that goes with the wanting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, mm-hmm. I believe I don't have. What is it you believe you don't have? It feels very personal. Um... No pressure to say. No, 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 no yeah. No, no, <coughs> no, it's okay. Um, I just I wanted to say that. Hmm. Um, I guess some sort of, uh, like, lasting uh, security. Lasting security. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Are you going to find it in anything impermanent? <laughs> well, clearly. Clearly? No. Very clearly, no? 
very, very clearly know? This is a trick question. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not a trick question. It could be, but it's not. I'm confused. So, what is it that you find yourself wanting? You want security. You know, it's right. fair enough. You want that's what the heart's telling you. That's why I really want to feel secure. I want security. Yeah, yeah. So then I ask the obvi- obvious question. Can anything which is changeable yeah. give security? I, okay, wait. Now, I guess if it's always changeable, then there's a... <laughs> bring that thing. Um, <laughs> if it's always changeable, then it's always doing the changing, so there's some security. And that just sounds so convoluted. I don't believe it. No. <laughs> have you found anything in li- how old are you? I'm 38. 38. How old are you? 62. <laughs> 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 you can ask me a question, you're three. <laughs> 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 I like the response. <laughs> Is it a New York response? <laughs> to ask you, you how old you are when you ask me mm. how old I am? Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yes, I mean, yes, I don't. Yes. <laughs> You're from San Francisco. How do you know? <laughs> I know the answer to this. <laughs> Lovely. All right. Nice one. Okay. So, reason that reason I, that I uh, <laughs> ask. In your journey through life until the age of 38, have you found anything which is so far has offered you lasting security? think about that. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, is that, like, ridiculous? Does everybody know the answer to this question? No, 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 no. They're just listening. I, I you know, I don't know. I, right. I mean, like, I feel nice, right? This feels good. This, mm. this feels... But you know, it won't last, But it, it won't last. No, no about it five won't minutes. Last. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Relationships come and go. Exactly. Things change. Yes. We eat, we digest. Yeah, that doesn't last. Not at all. (laughs) So relationships don't last. Situations don't last. Not lasting lasts. Not lasting lasts. See, it just sounds ridiculous. No, no, no. no. (laughs) It might be worth staying with this. You staying with this a little little bit... uh, more. The issue of security is a strong one, but it's often misplaced. National security. Making our uh, home secure. You know, the, yeah. the, trying to secure a, rel- a relationship. It's, uh, security mad, but it's all trying to make one's future secure by having some pension plan or whatever. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I quite agree with that. So, 
if there is a deep wish for security, but it's we're looking in the wrong places for it. What's your response? That's great. <laughs> that seems great. What seems great? It seems great um, that great. I'm looking in the wrong place. Where should I look? Ah. Probably inside somewhere. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a start. It's a start. Mm-hmm. All right. How clear is that to you? Uh, do you still have some wish for some security which is in some formation? You know, I think, oh, if I had a home and a, uh, a mortgage <coughs> hanging around my neck like an albatross, that would be, I'd feel so secure. That didn't work. It didn't work, no. exactly. And uh, if I had a really good job and if I had a good pension and if I had a good yeah. man. How, how deep down clear are you that these may happen, but one just knows this is not where security is? Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure about that. You're pretty sure yeah, about that? Yeah, that the material things are not going to give me any lasting All right. sense of security. Good. What about less material things, like a relationship? You know, I'm pretty sure about that, too. All right, okay. All right. All right. All right. I can I hear the voice of experience here. All right. All right. So one sees, okay, there may be relationships in life, there may be married, and maybe have children, da, 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 da. but it, one just knows, pretty sure. Da, da, da. Then what? Is life <coughs> at every level, everything about it, totally insecure? Would you say? Or maybe or may not be? Or what's your response? Well, I wouldn't go that far. You wouldn't go that far? No. Where's that little... Nice to hear. Where's that little voice? I, would, I wouldn't go that far to say life is totally insecure and everything is changing and I can't rely on anybody or anything, myself or others. I wouldn't go that far. Where's that perception coming from? What's that response about? It's a good one. I'm with you. Where's that coming from? Yeah, yeah. Some people say, well, life is just, you know, you're born, you live, you eat and you die. (coughs) And nothing's nothing's secure, and you just get on with it as the best you can, and that's it. Some will say. But then you say, but I wouldn't go that far. I think I'm searching my mind to try to explain something that I don't quite understand no, yet. No, no. Um, but but I'm I'm certain that it's there. Yes. You know. Hmm. Clarity and uh, perceptions. And Knowing things in life, the formations of life, you know, material world, as you say, and the relationship world, all of which 
have a, an appropriate place. We're not dismissing the value and the place of it all, but to imagine the realization of security in, is in it, this misplaced understanding. So then we say, okay, it's not there. Where is it? What is it? Is it? And that brings another whole level of interest. Hang in. Any more responses? No. I just feel... Uh, what do you um, feel? <laughs> feels very vast to me right now. Does it? <laughs> yes. Nice one. <laughs> Not in a bad way. No, no. You're like, getting warmer. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> feels vast to me right now. This is beautiful. It feels, you know, i got to say something. <laughs> it feels like... Um, when, like when I'm meditating and it's like actually happening and I'm not just sitting there. It's yes. like the, the bare attention, I guess. Mm. And the vastness. Yeah. Nice. Sometimes I'm the inquiry, sharing the dialogue you and I have just been having. And then sometimes the thought and the inner life of the mind, as it were, can't go any further with it. Mm. And something recognizes that, whatever we call it, a clear seeing, a consciousness, whatever. And then something enters into the field called vastness, something vast. And uh, this vastness, maybe, Security is close at hand. Hmm. Very close. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I can accept that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So just a couple of uh, quiet minutes to finish, please. Sometimes in our day in our meditations, as we were listening a little while ago, the process of the inner uh, listening that there's that which we say is we might refer to as the, uh, the voice uh, within the intuitive sense the uh, sudden apprehension and the sudden recognition may come in you don't know quite how that arises or where it comes from <laughs> but when it enters into the consciousness the sense about it is with the clarity that it's true. It's saying something authentic. Might be uncomfortable. Maybe, maybe saying something authentic about the state of the ego, the I and the my going on. Maybe something which is making something uh, 
clear to us about the day or the moment or the process of the day. And as we find some more space within the being, it then provides more opportunity for that inner voice to come through. At times with us inwardly, there can be the hard voice that comes through. We know that. The judgmental voice. Being accusative, accusing, I'm sorry, of oneself or of others or a situation. <coughs> Sometimes there's a reactive voice. Is it possible, not easy, but is it possible to listen deeper than that voice? The voice of kindness. The more gentle voice. The voice of silence. The voice of patience. So that we listen inwardly as deep as we uh, can and that sometimes the voice may come through with some thoughts. It may come through as uh, just a sudden moment of uh, clarity but just listening deeper than the reactive voices as it were that sometimes make our life uh, difficult. And in the exploration with our, our uh, inner life because we're not offering a formula, as the second person was uh, commenting, how easy it is, the mental life tries to work it out. It tries to fathom out things. And we'll keep in that, naturally enough, running to the edges of what we can work out. Because our mind is a construct. It's in a box, it's in a, a field of limitation and we can get rather frustrated with ourselves trying to work it out because we come to the end of what our mind can work out. It's, it's got its limit to it. <coughs> and that feature of knowing ourselves is really those points and times when we know that the thought can't take us any further. We've come to the edges of it. It's in a field, it's like, uh, it's in a box, it's in a cage, thought. Yeah. And that recognition of that says, okay, I can't move with the thought. I can move so far, it does have a valuable place. It is important to recognise the usefulness of it. But it can only be helpful within the field that it knows. And then we need our humility. And we need our meditations, we need our calmness, we need our relaxation, we need to just to uh, settle in. And it may be that in our settling in there is this bare attention as we're listening. Just a, a calm, relaxed uh, sense of the moment and no issues that are going on for us. <coughs> and if it's rather rare in our life it's, if it's rather unusual in our experience better not to bring in a lot of inquiry because you'll just disturb the bare attention Far better just to rest with the bare attention just to sit just to walk just to stand not to bring in any inquiry and let your experience and your recognition and your appreciation of bare attention just be there for you because we want to be able to find that bare attention in the most intense situations in our life. When the heat is really on. When the drama is high. When the crisis is in front of us. 
So we need that kind of bare attention to deepen well, and therefore we trust in it for the times when we really need to because anything else is going to be too hard. And for some, the quality of the bare attention is steady. There is a genuine trust in this bare attention. One has the sense one can return to it there. And therefore that may be the time our experience will tell us. Is this the time to inquire? Is this the time slowly to raise a question? Is this the time just to take an interest in something? And as we listen, interest arose about wanting. And all the time, the voice, the clarity, is being truthful. True voice is, is truthful. And therefore the inquiry carries with it the interest is, what is this wanting? What's this wanting about? And the honesty is to say, well, what is it about? And to have the honesty to say, oh, it's about security, in this case. If I myself, I want security. It's important to me. And we keep looking and we ask ourselves, well, what is it that doesn't provide it? And this then shakes the cage. Gosh, I've done so much in my life to try to make myself feel secure, but either what's around me has changed and the security has been shaken, or my relationship to what I was trying to find security in has changed, and therefore it's not giving me security. Therefore I have a full participation in life, yet knowing whatever it is, is not going to provide security. It can't. Not the nation state, not ownership of property, not the relationship, not a head full of knowledge. It does not do it. And that may be difficult, because in that difficulty, we may know what doesn't provide security, but we may not know what does. Well, but better to live on the edge. Better not to know and explore than to project onto what not cannot provide security. Better, it's authentic. <laughs>